rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia. A show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Hey guys, happy Monday, happy Monday. Welcome to uh, welcome to the week. It's a brand new week and uh, as you can hear, probably in the background, I'm not sure if you can hear it, um, but it is raining like hell outside. Uh, yes, I'm inside the studio and it's, it's raining so hard that literally, um, yeah, a ping on that one. Ping, 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 right? Uh, literally, uh, the rain is so hard outside, you can actually hear it inside the studio. It's crazy, crazy. We're getting some rain here in uh, northern Georgia. It's about damn time, I tell you. I tell you, guys, we need the rain. It's been dry as hell here in Georgia. It's been so dry that, uh, you, you know when when we don't get a good solid uh, of rain here in Georgia? Uh, we have a lot of uh, red clay as soil uh, here in the state. Uh, so when it is dry, uh, you can tell when it's dry because the actual uh, red clay actually dries up and starts cracking. So it's good that we're getting some uh, rain here in the state. Uh, nice flow of rain on the grass. Um, can't wait for it to be over. But with that being said, guys, welcome to today's show. Um, little uh, coffee and trending news today. Um, it's the uh, title of the podcast, Coffee and Trending News. So, with that being said, let's go over to Breitbart News, and uh, there's a lot of articles buzzing out of Breitbart, uh, especially over the weekend, going into this week. Um, an article here coming out of Texas. Uh, yeah, give me a ticket for an airplane maskless Democrats upskend from Texas with a case of beer to protest election integrity laws. This is a non or never four hour democracy. What? Oh, I gotta read this, folks. This is uh this is very interesting. Uh members of the Democratic uh Texas State uh smiled gleefully as they fled from Texas to Washington, D.C. earlier today as part of their protest to halt the Texas GOP's efforts to strengthen election safeguards in the Lone Star State. (laughs) These, uh, if you go over to Breitbart, guys, you'll see an entire picture of these Democratic um, members, literally maskless, on this plane, uh, given peace signs and everything. On their on their way over to Washington D.C., several several uh, 
Texas Democrats on the plane just smiling without a mask on. Oh, are they vaccinated? <laughs> I guess, right? Because they don't have to wear a damn mask. But who's to say who's vaccinated and who's not, right? Would a disease or a virus that has a survival rate of 99.9%, yay, y'all little independent fact checkers can fact check that. <laughs> um, as a result, Texas Governor Greg Abbott promised that the election integrity uh, would be added to the special session agenda. And indeed, Abbott's office released an agenda for the special session, which included key election integrity items. However, instead of tackling the priorities, these Democrats out of Texas opted to flee the state yet again, denying the GOP majority a quantum to pass any bills. And this is what they're saying here, and I quote, this is a now or never for our democracy. We are holding the line in Texas. Democratic State Representative Trey Martinez Fisher said, we left our jobs, we left our families, we left our homes because there's nothing more important than voting rights in America. Yeah, I do. I, I agree. I totally agree. There should be voting rights in America. You should be able to vote, folks, without having your voting rights literally at jeopardy. And I, we all seen that this past November and the general election of 2020. We all seen that. Well, we casted votes. And some of us are questioning still to this day, did they actually count? Did my vote go to the right candidate that I cast it in for? I mean, you know, God forbid if we even say that in the courts, they'll throw it out. Literally throw it out. Meanwhile, the uh, the GOP lawmakers, such as Senators Ron Paul out of Kentucky and Rick Scott out of Florida, have been vying to end the federal mask mandate which requires domestic travelers to wear a mask on commercial flights regardless of their vaccination status folks i, I you know i can't envy this more enough and and, and i do praise uh redditor uh excuse me senator uh, ron paul and scott rick scott for doing that because you know what are we like and um a year and a half almost two years into this thing and, you know, the cases are just, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, the cases are going up, they're going up. Uh, you know, this is not going to end well until the Democratic Party wants it to end well. And we can clearly see that. Clearly see that. According to a February report from the National Business Aviation Association... The federal rule extends to charter operations and at transportation hubs, including FBOs, although private conveyances for personal non-commercial use are exempt from the rule, meaning passengers of private part 91 operations are not required to comply. So if you're part of that private Part 91 operations uh, scenario, 
you're not required to plot comply with any any of the um, rules and regulations so basically you know uh, you know the rule doesn't apply to any of those type of people so they get a little you know I don't want to say a slap on the wrist but a little bypass so to speak right a little bypass well on to other news here because I want to get into other things you know as you can hear that the rain got coming outside like like crazy a lot of thunderstorms like I said yes that is rain in the background if y'all can hear it but with that being said, folks, I want to take a quick little break, and uh, I'll be right back after these words. I want to get into a couple of segments here on the show, a couple of segments um, that you know happened over the weekend, uh, because you know I haven't had a show here since uh, Friday, so you know a couple days later, um, you're not gonna want to miss these these segments, guys. Hey folks, this episode today is sponsored by Degree Motion Sense Dry Spray. Folks, um, this stuff is great. Uh, it doesn't leave any marks like white or yellow uh, stain marks on your clothing. Um, it is by the company Degree, uh, which if anybody knows, they do make uh, deodorants, but this happens to be their dry spray. So if you're out and about, you don't have enough time to, you know, pretty much stop at the house or wherever and, you know, get the underarm uh, deodorant going and you need to get rid of that funky, nasty, uh, sweaty smell to you. Uh, use the Degree Motion Sense Dry Spray. It's ultra clear, um, black plus white, anti-yellow stains and white marks. So it's not going to leave any... Uh, um, stains or white marks on uh, any of the uh, the black or white clothing. Um, I happen to use this from time to time. It's an excellent product. So check them out today. They have a new look. Uh, they're available all over the place. Walmart, Target. Uh, you can find these in convenience stores, even uh, pharmacies such as uh, Walgreens and CVS. Check them out today, guys. They're super affordable. Degree Motion Sense Dry Spray. Check them out. You'll love it. The Patriot Angle Podcast on demand. On the run. Where are you? <laughs> I'm at the airport. Jasmine Crockett is one of nearly 60 lawmakers who fled the Lone Star State for Washington, D.C., most traveling on two private jets, grinding the Texas legislature to a halt and preventing Republicans from taking action on a controversial voting rights bill. Had they stayed in state, Texas Rangers could have rounded them up and returned them to the Capitol. We heard rumblings that they actually were planning to lock the chamber. They were going to hold us in there until those bills got passed. The Texas bill would mandate new ID requirements for voting by mail and ban drive-through voting sites and 24-hour voting. 16 other states have enacted similar legislation. Houston Representative Garnett Coleman is also skipping town in protest. We do drive-by for alcohol, so you can't do drive curbside voting? 
I mean, you know, where are our priorities? Over the weekend in Austin, hundreds gave public testimony in marathon all-night hearings with critics calling the GOP-backed bills an attack on minority voting rights. But Republican State Senator Brian Hughes, who wrote the Senate bill, called it common sense reform. After this bill, Texas will have even more, more hours and more days across the state for in-person early voting. Republican you know, folks, let me stop it right there. This shouldn't be a left or right issue, right? We, we, we have to agree with this as common sense Americans. A voter ID should be implemented also. It, it should be enforced. It should be enforced, folks. It should not be a left or right issue. Voting ID needs to be implemented in this country. It needs to, without a shadow of a doubt. You know, if it's that easy to cast a vote without any voter integrity, folks, this country is is it, it literally, like I've said, sold and bought for. You know, because, I mean, you know, how in the hell are you ever going to have fair elections? And I think, you know, people like Donald Trump has been trying to say that for months and yet years about voting ID laws. They, sh- they should be passed, without a doubt. I mean, you know, USA Today, folks, is crazy. Everything that's going on today, it's like watching a, uh, a comedy show every day, literally, from these rep- the, the Democrats, even some Republicans. It's like watching a damn comedy show, like Saturday Night Live. I mean, you know, it's it's terrible. But let me take a guess on this whole story. The two planes were the taxpayers' money plus the hotels they are probably staying at. Politicians doing what they do best no matter what side of the fence they are on. Literally, it's going to cost taxpayers more money for this whole little trip, this whole little scenario, just to voice out what they have to voice out. You know, folks, I got to play it off here before I get to another topic here, okay? You need an ID for so many other things in this country, but suddenly asking for an ID to vote is going too far, right? You know, if you ask for an ID for somebody to vote, you're literally going too far. What? You need an ID to vote? No shit. Yeah, you need an ID to vote. You need an ID to buy cigarettes. You need an ID to buy alcoholic beverages. You need an ID for most things in this country. So if that being said, why is it so hard to ask for ID to cast a ballot? It couldn't be more blatantly obvious their intended purpose is for voter fraud. I've been saying this for time after time after time. I mean, folks, I'm starting to sound like a broken record. I mean, you know, if you ask for voter ID, all of a sudden, it's racist, it's uh, homophobic, it's a sense of bigotry. I mean, folks, this has gone too far. You know, this country and politicians literally have gone crazy over voter ID laws. Literally. Literally. You know, 
And then on top of that, on top of that, the Democrats that flee the state, gosh, I wish they would happen in my state. I wish the Democrats would just walk and say, you know what? Uh, we give up. We give up. That's like the magic word for many, many Americans. Literally. Literally, folks. I mean, it's a blessing in the skies if that were to happen. Because these Democrats, folks, the radical ones, are destroying this country. Literally destroying it. It's terrible. Terrible. I was making Terrible. So- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing a lot better, too. But, you know, now under these Democrats, I think everybody's going going to hell in a handbasket. Literally. Literally. And other news. Oh, other news here. Earlier today, the White House holds a press briefing. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Let's see what they have to say. Jen Psaki wants to circle back on some questions uh, regarding vaccinations, everything. Oh, boy. She'll be circling back on the questions because they can't even clearly uh, ask a question. Check this out, guys. Opportunities and other proven methods to reduce crime. The president will also highlight his strong support for and partnership with local leaders to work to reduce gun crime in their communities, like the ones joining him today. And he'll underscore his commitment to ensuring their state and law and local law enforcement have the resources and support they need to hire more police officers and invest in effective and accountable community policing. And the president will discuss the work the federal government is doing to stem the flow of guns used in crimes, including the administration's zero tolerance policy for dealers who willfully sell guns illegally, the Department of Justice's gun trafficking strike forces, as well as previous steps the White House has announced, like cracking down on ghost guns, which are increasingly used in violent crimes. Uh, one other update in COVID news, we want to make sure we are lifting up some of the innovative, innovative ways that Americans across the country are meeting their communities where they are with the vaccine. We all have a duty to continue making the case for the vaccine to our friends and family. Companies, media, and individuals all can play a special role as trusted messengers. She's comments in front of me, but I will say that... Oh, go ahead. Let's hear it. He said, I've been of this opinion, and I remain of that opinion, that I do believe at the local level, Jake, there should be more mandates. There really should be. We're talking about a life and death situation. We've lost 600,000 Americans already, and we're still losing more people. Well, I would say first from the federal government, if I remember the context of the question, it was about federal mandates, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Uh, that's not a decision that we are making, that's not a, uh, that is not um, our intention uh, from the federal government. There will be decisions made by private sector entities, by uh, universities, uh, by educational institutions, and even perhaps by local local leaders, uh, should they decide that is how to keep their community safe. If they decide to make that decision, we certainly support them in that step. The president said on March 11th, my message to you is this, listen to Dr. Fauci. Is he now saying don't listen to Dr. Fauci? Welcome back. Um, I would say that uh, what the what Dr. Fauci was conveying is that there will be decisions made by local leaders, just like there will be decisions made by business leaders, by institutional leaders, on how they can keep their community safe. And we support their right to make those decisions. Thank you. And then on Cuba, you're talking today about how some of these protests are inspired by people exhausted with the government. Why is it that yesterday the State Department was saying that this was all happening uh, out of concern about rising COVID cases? 
Well, I would say first that the protests were just happening yesterday. We're still assessing uh, what is motivating and, of course, and driving all of the individuals who came to the streets. But we know that when I, we say exhaustion, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the manner by which the people of Cuba are governed, that can cover a range of issues, whether it's uh, economic suppression, media suppression, lack of uh, access to health and medical supplies, including vaccines. Oh, shut up. And, and shut up. Go away. Go away. Folks, you know, as more as I hear this idiocy, okay, you just heard the um, press briefing earlier today from uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Okay, I'm beginning to assume this person literally is running the show. This this press secretary, literally, literally. Can you hear the hint? Yeah, I'm not going to be a conspiracy theorist and on this subject here. Okay, but uh, you know, the more this woman literally blatantly uh, just responds to these these reporters, I'm literally thinking that this woman is running the show. But. On other news, we all think it's uh, Joe Biden, but we can clearly see that Joe Biden ain't running the show. But we will let you know when we find Joe's marbles, so to speak, you know, his mindset, because he's he's out there, folks. He's out there in left center field. It's terrible. No one knows, right? No one knows another's mind. So please do not assume to know what others' thoughts are intent to be. That's relating to Jen Psaki because she's always saying on a range of reasons and voices and everything else, you know, with the questions of the media. And then and then they go into other scenarios, the vaccines. Oh, there's going to be a federal mandate in this country. Oh, you're good. You're going to federally mandate and force people to take vaccinations first and foremost, folks vaccinations shouldn't be government forced or federally enforced on that level a vaccination folks is up to you the individual if you want to take it oh and then they're gonna throw in your face oh the cases are going up the cases are going up oh yeah they're going up yeah yeah how come we don't hear about cases of cancer, cases of heart disease, ca- cases of every other disease and virus out there. COVID just magically cured all them. Cured all them, right? I mean, seriously. Seriously, folks. I mean, it, this is this this whole pandemic of what I've been calling it the pandemic from the start has gone too damn far and I think literally it needs to end it needs to end if we can open stadiums open concert events open bars and restaurants to full capacity I, I what is that saying what is is that say normalcy is coming back in this country sorry Dems the pandemic is over and you can't literally survive on your baby anymore it's time to open the country it's this it's time to end this little serade of stupidness and come back to reality folks 
we don't have to live in a bubble. We don't have to socially distance. The world isn't going to end, okay? Uh, you know, the sky isn't going to fall down. Everything is going to be normal, folks. This is not the first time that this country's seen a really, really bad epidemic or pandemic or bad disease. We've come so far in other terms and reality. It's time to turn the light switch back on, folks. Literally. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. An anchor platform.